What's shaking, brother? What's going on? What's going on? The game winning finals. This was going on, baby. Game five. Week We're four. episode five. We're going deep into the finals of the USA Championships of the Def Games. And we've got Troy here, and we've got myself, your host with the most, Kenny Buller. This is Second Floor Podcast Documentary. Let's do this. All right, let's do this. Prior to this episode, we ended up having you share mm -hmm. a very special moment when you hugged your dad at that very final second, Troy, when the game ended. That was the first thing you did. Guide me through how special that must have felt. I, a true father and son moment. Like, I, you know, my dad spent his own money coming out there to watch me play. Uh, you know, got on the same flight as us and everything, which is pretty, pretty awesome. I, just a memory that's a memory to me that's been like burnt in my mind. It's going to be burnt in time. I'm going to pass on to my kids and, you know, hopefully, you know, I'll write a tell -o book or something like this after this. But, uh, yeah, it's just something you can't take away. And I know a lot of, maybe athletes as well as parents don't share that moment with their kids and you know we got i got we got to experience this as as a 29 year old man instead of an, an 18 year old kid so i mean to recognize that moment was pretty special totally so. man all we ever want is for under our dad and our parents eyes to see us as a winner and that is you know you're one step closer to winning the biggest championship of your life right yeah like that's yeah, for him to say, like, good job, man, like, you did it, one more game is almost relaxing, like, it's comfort, it's also exciting, like, it's dangerous. Yeah. Because you don't know what's going to happen. Did you ever feel like you've always wanted that from your father, in a sense of recognition, because you'd never gotten it before? No, my dad's always, like, was always a man to, like, you know, give me props when it was due, also bust my ass and... And also, like, keep me grounded, too. Like, you know, he's very much a leader, and I'm very much very much a copycat of him, you know, because he's so great. So, yeah. I mean, he's my hero, so. No, that's awesome, man. You're going into the finals now. Tell me, compared to every other game, compared to every other moment, what is this feeling like in your head? What are you telling yourself? What does the dialogue look like that day and the day leading up? Uh, so back to breakfast. Take you this one of one of my favorite moments i love when it starts with breakfast it's actually one of my, my favorite part this whole entire documentary i'm always like baby. please start with the breakfast because it, it's so detailed oh baby it's the most detailed breakfast i'll tell you what i had I, I had eggs and fruit uh so so as we go to sit down everyone's sitting in their place my dad pulls up a seat and i said i go dad you can't sit here sorry habit routine cannot sit with us right now team breakfast so dad goes sits with my coaches and everything and and then i realized i just kicked my dad out of breakfast <laughs> <laughs> he's out yeah you gotta get out of here man so then it's kind of like we eat real quick and it's game time let's get to the gym we go roll up there you, you know players go upstairs and so we go upstairs in indiana this fucking high school that just it looks like I'm going to the gym in the Grand McEwen. Obviously, you've been there. So you walk down into it. Uh, so exactly like that, you walk down into it. There's bleachers and everything. And it's one of the most amazing floors I've ever played on. It's all, it's it's almost surreal. Like, I'm getting everything I wanted at the age of 29 instead of, instead of at the age of 19, kind of being in high school. 
So, so they, they're having uh, the the woman's third, fourth place game go on before us. And I'm kind of like, I'm slowly getting dressed. I'm tying up my sneakers, which I'm wearing them right now. Uh, just tie them up, just kind of like going through the motions. Just kind of like what I have to do. I kind of separate myself, go to the washroom kind of thing and just... Kinda, I'm kind of like quieting off on my own a little bit. Kind of warming up and we get to the other side of the gym because our bench is on this side and I'm doing like butt kicks and stuff up top and just kind of like following Graham when he's doing the warm up so I'm warming up like that and just time wasn't going slow enough for me to like catch and realize mm -hmm. and when you're in that moment preparing you know we, we, we've talked about the struggle of not fitting in at first and how you dealt with it. We talked about the struggle of talking to the ego. We talked about the struggle behind roller coaster of emotions leading up to this. Now you're in the game. What struggle do you find you overcame this time? I think the struggle I overcame was was fear. You're playing in a national championship game, whether it's Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three. It's meaningful because people flew flew with their own money to come and play. People across the United States and one small team from Canada came to play. Not many people know this. Not no one really cares who you are, what you've done. And yeah, I was just like I was almost I was I was afraid to play in that game. If I'm being honest, like I was excited and stuff, but fear kinda fear was there. What were you afraid of? Losing, losing like you came so far. Yeah, second place is, is is great and everything. Yeah, like, woo. It's still a huge accomplishment, but second's the first place loser. It's well said. You wouldn't be here today sitting in this chair wanting and, and wishing to tell this story if you were to get second place. Man, if I got second place, I don't think I'd, I don't think I would play basketball again. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, to be honest with you, I'd be, uh, we wouldn't be talking about this. I'd be like, yeah, like I got second place. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah, it's a huge accomplishment. I'm not taking that away. But to myself, I'd be pissed off. So I'm not too sure if everyone can see this. You're wearing uh, a very key monument that has uh, a big role to play, especially in this championship. Uh, whip those out, my brother. Tell, tell us a little bit about those shoes. Why are they so important to you? LeBron 16s, I call them the Buzz Lightyear colorway, but I don't think that's what they're called. They do look like Buzz Lightyear. Thanks, man. Thanks. Dude, that's it's funny. I was looking at those shoes. I was like, what do they remind me of? Dude, like I got my Woody shoes in the back. I can bring them too and we'll be matching. Sweet, man. Uh, so I haven't worn them since we won. I put them on a few times just to like, oh, I'm going to wear these tonight. I literally get to the gym, put them on, walk around them. I literally put them back in my bag. I'll go. I'll clean the soles. And I'll put them away in a box. And these are like, I don't wear these ones because at this moment, it sounds weird, but it's attached to these shoes. I've even tried to sell them. I can't. Wow. Why, what stops you from selling them? I think just the memory of it. Like the whole weekend, the whole flight, the whole, my dad being there, just the team just like the, every, the whole trips is almost through these shoes kind of deal 
every time you think back to the championship and what you went through the blood the sweat the tears it was all in those shoes yeah it's it's weird to say because i don't like like we don't have our own jerseys or anything we've been using jerseys just passed on through through years this is the only thing i have a couple pictures i don't have i don't have a championship ring or nothing you know we got like a plaque but these this this these are my ship so i mean i'm wearing these today for for this that's awesome i love that man that's special thanks man you have the game at your fingertips it's the final game tell us a little bit about the game what happened and i i'm sure i'm really excited to hear this because from what i hear this was uh the best performance that they've seen from you all uh all tournament uh yeah it was it was interesting because right from tip off man it was kind of a dogfight. like it was pretty it was it was close for like two or three minutes and then the other team once again got up by like 12 points or something like that man we found one of those 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 times where you gotta find the adversity how are, how are you gonna face the struggle and everything and it was just like i was like oh my like great we're back here and finally i kind of like go to myself and like i'm looking for my dad because it's like i'm just trying to like glance around and like find like him and stuff and the common common thing we have is like uh no like no retreat no surrender like never give up never give in i'm looking for that and i found it but I'm held scoreless in the first half. Nothing really happens. Nothing really happens. We we ended up bringing it back. I know Danny and uh, Graham kind of going a bit of a run, and they they ended up we ended up by three at halftime. And I'm kind of I'm kind of getting mad at myself because I'm like fuck like you got to get going, Joe. You got zero points. Like you got to make something happen. So it's kind of everything's kind of getting close again. So once halftime goes and whatnot, and I'm kind of like, Graham goes up to me, comes up to me, goes, Troy, you gotta get going. You gotta do something. So nothing's really happening. The game's kind of going back and forth, back and forth. I think until like 16 minutes, uh, I come around baseline and end up curling from basically um, from one side of the court. We swing the ball this way. Graham gets it up there. I end up coming around the corner, missing my man. And without even thinking, caught it in motion, Grant passing the ball off the elbow. I ended up hitting a three. A time, a pretty big boost for us because it was just, we weren't getting enough separation in our league. It was like two, three points. They kind of tied up two, three points, four points. So I hit that. And I'm feeling myself. I ended up getting back on D, literally two possessions later. I ended up getting a fast break layup. And then the next possession down, I ended up coming up hitting an elbow jumper and then i get a, and then you know, another possession like legitly i go on a nine a 9-0 run on my own so now the separation is like nine points and we're kind of like getting close to the end like there's six minutes like six minutes left and like like then the floors keep coming man like this guy named we nicknamed him me and graham nicknamed him michael jordan senior who's who i believe is he's deaf in one year and stuff so his equilibrium is off but i think he whatever he goes, goes to one side but he literally smoked us, man. I think he went to the line like 15 times. And and he was like fucking frustrating me, man. Because he just kept just like putting the body work on you, you know. So then like when I look back at up to this moment, like when I think about the game, I really do think about that three-point shot. As clear as days I can see just like me catching the ball, letting it fly and like it went in. 
I knew at that kind of moment that we were gonna we were gonna win. Only, only if we did this together, you know, from from the man who's on the bench who who isn't playing much to the to the guy who's playing all the minutes. So it's it's becoming nerve wracking at that moment, and I don't know what to do. So I decided to hunker down. I was like, "Just play good defense. Just play good defense, man. Keep up the streak. Yeah, just 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 keep getting the ball to the right guys. That's all you got to do." Don't worry about your points. Don't worry about stats. Don't worry about anything. But bad. So so I think within like three minutes left, we were we were up by like I think six or seven. And you can you know when you, you know when you're like that close, you can taste victory. But you know that it can be cut at any time. So I'm still like, so Graham Graham goes, yo, check him up, check him up, check him up. And I remember like uh, I believe it was I believe it was Danny. Danny kind of goes like this to me, and he like points at him. So I'm like, I'm like oh shit! Like I'm trying like I'm looking at, looking at MJ Senior. He's got the ball. The guy who's gonna who they're playing with, where they want to get threes over there. So I'm literally trying to play like this. Mike's pushing up on my MJ Senior, and I'm kind of like doing one of these and like like okay, you got to commit to one. Where do you go? So I ended up sinking in the key and just like I was like fuck, like kind of like like hunker down, relax, stay in the moment. And like whatever happens, happens. So luckily, we end up getting like a steal out of that, and we kind of go on a little more of a run. And but they're not giving up. They end up hitting a three. MJ Senior gets an end one. So now, like, I mean, the the, the victory margin at this point is like I think nine points. Like it's still it's still like you still got this NBA two K man. If you hold the ball for the next couple of possessions, and so we're thinking, oh, okay, shit, let's just hold the ball. There's no shot clock. If it's Indiana rules, I think the high schools there is they have zero shot clock, so you can literally pass the ball over half court, hold it for as long as you want. So okay, I was like, I got this, and he's he's played three uh, FIBA three on three and stuff, and you know, ex professional and whatnot. So he's just dribbling around. The ref goes, "If you guys don't shoot the ball soon, I'm calling delay a game, calling delay a game, calling delay a game." And I was like, I'm like, oh my god, like do something with it, man. Like, yeah. so I mean, that got through us off. So that's happening. So come down to the line last minute. They end up fouling us. We end up going to the line. Graham goes to the line, hits a couple shots. I think Steve went. He hit his couple shots. I think with like 20 seconds left, they foul me. I'm stepping to the line. And I kind of know at this point, like, it's a win. We're up by like 12 or 13. I was like, I was like, we got this, man. There's no way they're coming back. How much time left? I think 20 seconds. So, and I'm trying not to celebrate, but I'm also very confused myself because of what happened last game. So, whatever, go on, hit it, kind of like wipe my face and kind of like look around and take it, take it in, hit another shot. Okay, cool. Clock runs out and I'm not celebrating. Cause I, yeah, we ran the clock out and everything. I'm like, okay, cool, man. Like. I see Graham start jogging around, getting excited. A couple of the boys are like, like Jim's just getting excited on the bench, and Ben, Ben's just bobbing up and down. His feet are going, and then the buzzer rings. Everyone rushes onto the floor, and I'm kind of like, oh shit, we just won a national fucking championship. Like no retreat, no surrender. Like every man must search his own, as Inky Johnson would say. We just searched ourselves, and we found 
that we're champions. So we're losing our mind. We're all at half court, we're all jumping around, and it was just like everything you worked for is you got it. You got it. So then, yeah, so we win and stuff. So now I'm like looking for my dad. And I find him. Fuck. Give him like a big hug and everything. And I'm like, I think it's one of the proudest moments he's ever had of me. I'm super proud of everyone on that fucking team because we just we just did something. So first championship ever. We go in the back room. Our coach says, hey, good time and stuff. While Danny freaking gets a water bottle, dumps him, gives him a Gatorade bath. He's supposed to be going to Mexico on the next plane out of Indiana. He's all soaked. He's like, I got to go on the plane. I got to go on the plane. So that moment was like those last couple minutes, man. I, I can remember like so clearly what we did and what we talked about at the end of the day. And and who said what? Now coach said, hey, you guys got to keep this up. And this is only the first one and everything and and whatnot. Yeah, so that all happened. It was a beautiful moment, man. You know, when you win something that special to the point where it freezes you up entirely and you don't even know how to react, and then you snap out of it and you just see your whole team celebrating and the first person you want to see is your dad looking up at the bench just awestruck by the amount of talent and courage and just level of dedication you took to get to that point game after game after game after flight after sleepless nights after tension after nervousness all of that built up to so much of what you've been through in your life but on top of just like coming back it's like the comeback yeah and you bring it home the ship yeah 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 and then i could give you like so after after a couple minutes and I got on the phone with my girl and stuff and like like us this is this is after talk with coach Galadet kinda of getting he's like, Hey, are you interested? Like would you be interested to come down here and come and play and stuff and all this go to school? Legitly, like another dream of mine just came true on that day. Go play for an NCAA school. So I go behind the curtain, I remember calling and I'm like, Hey She's like, Hey, how are you going? Like how I was like, How's Scotty and stuff? She goes, Oh Scotty's doing good and whatnot. I'm crying crying like hey we're just we just we're just national champions and i'm getting recruited by the university of gallaudet so literally everything came true within a matter of minutes like everything i wanted when i was 18 like go to the states and play basketball like in the mecca is all within my palm this like in a matter of five minutes it was insane that the the fact that you know like my dad was there just somebody who i wanted like like to tab on these all these recruiting trips like exactly like the movies right you know he's with me he's talking with the coach and stuff and and it was just it was a one wild fucking ride from one end to the next and i just i can remember these moments so clearly and so vividly and like sometimes i'll just go through my phone and like i'll watch the videos and like the pictures and everything and then you know you know with us doing this I've been asking the guys for videos or like, they go check out my Instagram stories and stuff. And I'm like, man, holy shit. We, we did that. Like, like not only like, like, fuck man, we had, we had three players, you know, in the top 10 in our division. We had, we had four of us in the top 20. 
you know we we had the mvp on our team you know graham and danny was a was the first first all team that's, you, that's an all-star team right there yeah you know like i had 16 steals i led i i was the second best defender i'd say i was the best defender in the thing you know it was just you know mike i'd say defensively won us like the semifinal was a big reason why we got there and steve and danny and graham i think out rebounded the whole fucking the whole fucking division and it was it was a moment that i'm so proud as as an individual but more importantly like as a team i was i was very much proud of everyone it's it's hard to explain because i don't know how to explain it because i think about it and i start smiling and you know we talk about like yeah like like right now everyone we're getting prepped for the Canada games as well as the boys are getting ready for the Pan American games but that's all canceled but I would I would take all those guys again man for anything like and put us against anybody let's play no I love that man that gives me goosebumps Thanks, honestly man. just the feeling that you're willing to share and obviously the raw emotion behind it it showcases a little bit of vulnerability because I believe any man any woman out there knows that you ever came close to something that is like something you work so damn hard on and you get it it's worth every millisecond at that point yeah man like like you said i know i keep saying yeah man uh but the face of adversity and overcoming as a team especially when you've only had six days together like entirely like that says something about our character and i don't think i think we gained a lot of respect like i was talking with mike and steve and Messaging those guys and say like I think you know together as a program we got better and put more eyes on us but I think we gained a lot of a lot of respect from from our fellow competitors in the states and stuff but a lot more Canadian athletes too. Yeah, that's insane to me. So I just want to clarify. So like this was the first and only time you guys played together. Uh no, like besides like practices and stuff. Yeah. This is the first time we've ever competed together. That's nuts. Because I remember trying out for this and yeah. all getting together and. And to be able to do that is incredible. Yeah, like just to, like, yeah, that's what I mean. Like the whole, that's was such a huge character builder for us. What did that team huddle look like during halftime with the coach in the final game? Or any team huddle, you could say that something you'll never forget in that championship game where you really felt that everyone felt that you guys were all on the same frequency you know going back to that pack mentality where you knew you weren't out there alone everyone was feeling the exact same way you did was there any special moment in that huddle or, or any halftime that you just will never will never forget uh i remember like sitting down and so it's a bench style kind of thing bleachers and stuff so it, so everyone's behind us I mean, so we're all sitting down, and and coaches like, all you guys, all you guys, you're almost there. Like, just keep going. You gotta play hard. And we kind of all shook our heads in unison. That's when I knew that we're all on the same page, which is hard to say when you got so many. We don't know these people. Like, our time together, it's, some of them have been longer together than. But but for me as a new teammate, my first year there. That's 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 truly a special moment. Like you can, I look, I can remember a few huddles, like in the semifinals, like right before we played the game. And coach huddled us up, and then and then Danny kind of said, "Hey boys, like fucking play hard, like play defense, man. If you want to want to go to the championship, we gotta do this." And then I was like, "Okay, I'm I'm sold with you guys, man." 
Wherever you guys go, I'll go. That's awesome. Remind me to name your child. Scotland. Scotland. Awesome. I see why. (laughs) (laughs) So Scotland's going to see this one day. Hopefully. And as well as many of your teammates, kids and future kids, they're going to want to watch this. As well as every other kid out there that might feel like they've always wanted to become a champion they're in the process of playing a team or they're in a part of their life where they, they're craving it, they want to feel it and they want to all know from you what is a few things that you learned now because you could connect the dots looking back that you had a part of your personality and charisma throughout the experience before, during and after that if you didn't have, you probably wouldn't have felt like you would have been a part of a winning team. Uh, the willing to like step out of your comfort zone, man. I say it's like my first thing, cause yeah, like I don't, I never really made it to anyone I had hearing loss or like, like I was hard of hearing or anything. I didn't even know that was what, what technically I'd be called or anything. I didn't know anything about like, like big D or little D or anything like, or any, or any like really deaf culture or anything. So if it wasn't for like my sisters going to connect society, I would have no idea. So and it was just it's just it was awkward, you know, trying to communicate with people and like I'm an outsider looking insider like very much in episode one. I think number two you gotta be relentless. Like like I wake up at five a.m. do workouts. You could I was I so I had my old job. I remember I quit my job and stuff to go to take another job. I ended up, we had to do these split shifts, four hour splits. So I'd work from the airport, I'd go down to Good Life, lift weights, and then I'd go to LA Fitness and play hoops. Just because that was the only way I could shoot basketball, like the only way I could really train. And then be done at 7 p.m., go home, tuck my kid in at night. I think the third one is you you gotta commit fully 100%. Because when you gotta commit there's no there's there's you never give up don't half-ass anything 120 no, you can't you can't even when your back's against the wall man you got you can't surrender to it it's like like my dad says never give up never surrender kind of thing it's like those are the main three things just that's beautiful you can take the time now if you like to thank anybody who, who's really been a part of your journey and uh Mention any last words you'd like to, my friend. I would say thank you to my dad for coming all that way. Um, and you know, also, another shout out to Kareem for coming all the way. That was, that was huge of you guys. You guys are like two fans. You guys obviously love us and love the game, and thank you for your support. I think in closing, I'd like to thank you guys for doing this for for me. You know, off me for uh, as well as basically all of Canada, I'd say. It's an honor, man. You know, you guys definitely did this and stuff. Um, and lastly, I want to say thank you to my teammates, man, for taking me in, taking care of me, and you know, through this day, you know, I still these I still have memories with you guys, and we're creating more, and we're gonna get we're gonna get a couple more rings. Done deal. So it's not over quite yet. No, the journey just started. So, I mean, people keep saying, Troy, you're getting old and stuff. You better find a career. And I keep telling them, all right, cool. Well, I mean, money is just a way to buy a house. And I guess I'll do that. I'll keep training. 
love that man do you find that basketball can eventually turn into a potential career whether it's you playing on or off the court or coaching or doing anything in the capacity of basketball as a career yeah i, I, I would definitely say before everything hit i was kind of like i was emailing puma and stuff and you know uh definitely gonna i definitely still want to stay a part of it even if i don't do it full-time i definitely want to stay part of it and everything and i mean if it makes me money it makes me money but i mean i'm just here for the free work totally man and it just shows that if you're willing to do so it shows how much you love the game yeah man you know so keep hooping troy keep killing it keep being the the big kind-hearted man that you are and i hope after everyone listens to this they get an even deeper understanding of uh, the true man behind the ship Thank you. and at the end of the day man uh, this message is out for Puma if uh, you're not sponsoring this guy yet I don't know what's wrong with you because this guy's gold thanks man thank you I appreciate that um, so you know our slogan around here right I am familiar with it okay well then could you can you take us out should we say it at the same time if you know it too uh, sure off by heart uh, I think so I was wearing a sweater we right earlier <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, you know how it is, guys. This is uh, Troy and Kenny in the building. We are clocking out our very first documentary series, and, you know, there's no better person we could have thought of than Troy, you know, bringing back an alumni guest to go deeper in on a very special moment in his life. So without further ado, let's ensure that we keep doing what we're doing, and we're going to clock out by saying that on this podcast on these documentaries we talk about how to, how to survive, survive how to thrive, thrive and, and keep, keep the, the good, good vibes, vibes going. going in life and business baby and basketball all right that's a wrap nice oh 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 i think we, this contact we got this okay. <laughs>